1: Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always
2: follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Pauly Howard on v
3: Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on v the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Pauly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours. Plenty to get into from last night's debacle from the Raiders. And uh, heavy on week 14 as well in the NFL. Nigel Seeley on the World Cup. It's some best bets there from him in an hour. Adam Chernoff in 90 minutes. Friend of the show, NFL handicapper and better. Uh, what he likes for this week. he's laying, Put it this way, he's laying some heavy, heavy numbers this week. Big numbers in the NFL. No Chuck Edel today. He's taking the week off. Um, so we will begin with last night's embarrassing and pathetic collapse. The latest, by the way, from the Raiders. And I could not believe what I was watching, Paulie yet again with this team. And I need to get this out of the way, out of the gates. I do feel awful today for anybody who had to or decided to use the Raiders last night in a survivor pool. I can Mm -hmm. relate somewhat. I mean, if you want to go back to week two, I had the Browns against the Jets, but that's week two. So I know what it's like to get your guts ripped out. I don't know what it's like in week 13 if you had to use the Raiders last night in Survivor. But that was just, I mean, the entire game, if you're looking at the box score and the stats, they're they're leading by 150, nearly 200 yards of offense. The Rams are doing nothing the entire way. But again, McDaniels, conservative, punting on fourth and one. Where was Devontae Adams last night, huh? Where was the guy who averaged 13 targets over the last five weeks and could have eaten all night long last night? He had Ramsey. He was in Ramsey's head the entire time. You could tell right away,
2: and they blew it up 16-3 in the fourth. Yep. You're talking about a defense that's been horrible against the pass since week seven. There should never be a game where Adams only has three catches. The game should have been over at halftime. Correct. Settling for field goals, and I said I can't go to war with this guy. I don't like Carr at all. The interception before halftime is atrocious. That is a high school play. Cannot happen. He leads the league in red zone interceptions since 2014. How big was that play turned out of to course. be? Of course. You cannot turn out. It's, it's out of a timeout, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So take at least get the three points. How much that, of that was on him getting pushed? No, he's still throwing the ball. I he, mean, you got to hit at the end, but it was like a lollipop. Yeah, it was going to be what a softball up in the air anyway. Yeah, well, I, good chance that was intercepted. But make no mistake about it, this is a playoff team. They made the playoffs last year. You see the talent that they have, but it all comes down to the coaching, and and, and this guy just getting outclassed every week. And they're doing something that's never been done before. They're the fourth team to lose four games in a season after leading by thirteen or more points. You talk about something historic that you'll get to that's never happened before as they blow another double-digit lead. And uh, and it, I'm not even counting the Indianapolis debacle. So to think that you've lost to a team that on less than four days had a new coach, you lost at home there, and a quarterback comes in and goes 98 yards to win the game and he joined the team with less than 40 hours, 48 hours notice. And comes in and goes right down the field. No timeouts there. It's the longest go ahead. Right. It's the longest go ahead touchdown drive under two minutes in the last forty five years. Game winning. Game winning. You're kidding. Yeah. Silly penalties to help out the drive as On well. On that
3: final drive after after the sack.
2: Yes. You knock You you knocked the
3: ball out of. the... What are you doing, dude? Automatic first down. So yeah, two oh. of their losses came the opposing team. They had a coach and a quarterback. Had a combined six days to get ready for the game, and yeah. they lost both of them.
2: The Colts' loss is like top four. It's okay. not even number one or number two. This, this six, is not- so quickly, sixteen to three last night. Three minutes left. Twenty-eight to three against Arizona. Eight minutes left. Led Jacksonville and Kansas City seventeen nothing. I'm not. I haven't even mentioned a New Orleans game where they didn't get into Saints territory until the two-minute warning. Yeah. Didn't even bring up the Chiefs
3: game? When they led by 17, 17 points. Yeah, yeah. So, again, it's the first team since 1930. You can only go back to 1930 with these stats. Yeah. Josh Dubow yeah. tweeted this out. Yeah. No team in the NFL has ever lost four games in a season when leading by 10-plus points at halftime until now. Until this stupid team and the Raiders and McDaniels and how awful he is. My God, you got pitted on somebody, and this keeps happening over and over and over again. Like you said, Paul, it's a great conversation today. What's the worst loss of the season for the Raiders? If that one doesn't take the cake, well, which one does? Because the Saints thing, the Saints game may have been the worst performance by any team in the league, not named the Texans, the entire year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But last night was worse. Um, the only game that I think that you could argue was worse was Arizona when they were up 20 to nothing at halftime, and they just allowed Murray to do the joystick nonsense, and somehow came back to win the game. Mm-hmm. They were the Cardinals were dead. Fifteen times over and over and over. That's the only game, and that's. But that. Look at the list that you just rattled down. The Colts game, completely unacceptable. Yep. The Jacksonville game, up seventeen nothing. The 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 Chiefs game again. You can't. The Chiefs. I'm not. going It's Mahomes and the that offense that you're talking about. But that's like six games that we're talking about now in the same season when you were a playoff team and you won ten games a year ago.
2: Oh, and four up double digits at halftime. Impossible, right? Yes, it and is. Never happened. So bad. Um. And then how the offense just shuts down, too. But again, every drive in the first half's in Rams territory. Game should have been over. Put them away. And then uh, the, some of the play calling. What You mentioned the Adams thing, but not attacking Ramsey. And how bad they've been against the pass. And then Jacobs is hurt. And they try trickeration and doing oh, stuff that's, there. And okay. boy, does this. And this guy loves the punt and kick on fourth and one. I'll tell you that. He was so conservative again oh. last night. It's just,
3: it's head scratching. You can't do that anymore in the NFL. And by the way, for the people who love... Right, You got to punt. You got to pin them deep. How does that taste last night? When, again, it, they were in their own territory. They needed one yard to put the game away. Rams, no timeouts. How does that taste? You punt the ball. You pin them at the two. 98-yard drive. Touchdown in your face. Yep. Huh? Yep. I don't want to hear about it anymore. You need to be aggressive and go for it in these spots when it makes sense. Okay? And there's, again, with the game plan. <laughs> I'm, I'm befuddled last night watching this. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind they took them lightly. All right, It was a short week. They didn't know if it was going to be you know Wolford. Or uh, Mayfield, which is another story, by the way, we can get to. And they got the Patriots on deck. And McDaniels is going to go against his former team. However, this is a great tweet from Dalton Cates. Since week seven, the Rams defense, they were 30th in pass EPA per play. Expected points added per play. 30th. Yep. They were also 6th in rush EPA per play, which we pointed out yesterday. The Raiders ran the ball 38 times for 4.3 yards per carry. They threw the ball 20 times for 12.5 yards per attempt. Adams had five targets heading into the last drive. Absolutely unreal. And on top of that, during his time with Green Bay, Adams played 62 games, regular season in the playoffs. He caught fewer than four passes one time. One time. He has four games with fewer than four catches this season for the Raiders. This is after, again, a streak where he was absolutely on fire, he was unguardable, and he was averaging 13 targets per game in 133 yards in the last five weeks. And he, Ramsey was just, he he was intimidated last night by Adams and you, they could have gotten whatever they wanted, but instead they played safe. They ran the ball the entire time and you brought it up briefly there for a second, uh, which has really done it, but I'll get to my point here. Jacobs leaves the game; He's injured. You can, he's grimacing with right. the face. He's right. got the pinky. What the next two plays they threw a, a halfback pass was an option there. And they threw him the ball as well. And he comes out. He's like, yeah, I caught the ball. It's hurting again. What are you doing with the play calling last <laughs> night? <laughs> Come on, read the room. Yeah. I had no action on the game other than, like, some props. I was furious watching the stupid game last night.
2: Yep.
3: Here's McDaniels after the game, uh, blowing yet another big lead.
4: We can't get further ahead, and, you know, and and if, you know, this is the National Football League, if you let them hang around long enough, you know, know, it comes down to, you know, one possession, a couple plays, and who makes them, you know, so... um, you know, like I said, this isn't, this isn't an offensive defense or a special teams thing. It's a team thing. we got to be able to, uh, you know, extend the lead if we have one and uh, keep competing, not let our foot off the gas, no relaxing, and, you know, and try to play the same way we, we were playing when we had the, you know, when the, when the game starts, you know, and so um, just obviously I haven't done a good enough job of being able to get us to do that.
2: Nope. It's it. It's the same thing every week with both coaches, and that's, well, stay aggressive and then go in for the kill. Uh, that's on you. The other thing, again, it was one of the dumbest comments a couple weeks ago. The owner, Mark Davis, McDaniels doing a fantastic job. I mean, this guy inherited a playoff team, and he's running it right into the ground. And how, and what, what should be a playoff team this year? The other thing, you mentioned the props. Did people see Wolford props out there? I mean, I, what did I they saw nothing up? on Mayfield. All three quarterbacks were active. right? You know, again, this can't happen. We don't know till late who's going to start at quarterback. And uh, the other thing, condolences, if he had him in Survivor, A bigger upset might be only 15 people here at Circa had the Raiders available. I can't believe that. When would you use them other than the Texans game? That's wild. So we won't find out till Saturday night when Derek Stevens is on air here on the network, but only 15 people had him available. So, and and you feel good for Baker Mayfield, which he was 0-22 as a starter when he was down 13 or more in a game. He's 2-1 doing it, coming off the bench now and now the league's got to be loving that he got the game ball afterwards sure and now the league's loving this because their next two games are monday night at green bay and then they play on christmas against denver well suddenly people are like oh, what the hell i'll put it on now at least you have a reason to watch those two games yeah i mean this is it's gets so embarrassing because the final I mean, what, two drives yeah yeah Yeah. yeah Rick, it. they done nothing right yeah but he brings them all the way back and 16 to 3 with 3 minutes left and they win i didn't even what's the highest you guys saw too I saw 11 to 1 in play. I, mean, I Who didn't, would even bet that. I saw guy sending in his ticket. He gets 11 to 1 with 2 minutes left. Yeah. Like they're not going 98 yards. Whoops. I saw 10 to 1. I think when it was 16 to 3, I had no interest there. Oh, no, had to I'm be not going to bet
3: that. Had to be higher. Yeah. It should my, have been a lot My buddy higher my, Mike Pritchard said on Twitter last night to me. He's like they took him lightly. Yeah. It's exactly what you, you can never do that in the NFL. Yeah, should have been over at halftime. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts. BetRivers online sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out BetRivers. Log into BetRivers every single day and receive a bet on behalf of BetRivers when you place a wager of at least 25 bucks. That's every match day. BetRivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in all the action. It's a whole new game. Up next, we'll recap more of last night's action with win some, lose some. Paulie runs down what took place in the world of sports here and follow the money. It's Visa the Sports Betting Network.
2: Win some, lose some presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly.
1: Were you a winner last night? Wow,
5: winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser!
1: You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Winsome, lose
2: some. Jacobs, first touchdown plus 390. Anytime touchdown minus 160. Acres plus 140. Jefferson plus 250. Rams money line plus 230. Rams to win between one and six points at Bet Rivers, 5-1. Rams in play late in the game, 11-1. I'm sure it was higher in other spots, too. Halftime, full-time. Raiders, first half. Rams for the game, 10-1. Spurs plus 110, beat the Rockets. UMass Lowell plus 130. Uh, they win as well in favorites in hockey, 5-0. Last night, subscribe be part of the team Vison Pro. Our radio and podcast friends, you definitely want to see these videos and these tweets. We had every demographic here gather around the campfire. I think it's Fritzy again. Our friend at the Cincinnati Zoo, but the guy proposes, gets down on one knee. Look, look at look, 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 little hippo there. Look, I think it's Fritzy. Peekaboo. How you doing there? And he comes
3: in with the... Uh, I, I, look, Look, <laughs> I zoomed in to get a really good look at uh, Fritzy's face here, the hippo. Yes. And if there was like a thought bubble going on right yeah, now, right. it would say, dude, I'm a
2: hippo, and I know that you're making a mistake. Yeah. Who proposes at the zoo? Don't propose anywhere. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah. What a move. Fritzy's like, what are you doing? What a mistake. Look at him there. Coming in with the photo bomb. <laughs> the little hippo. <laughs> the little hippo with the photo bomb at the zoo. That's great. I love this too. Yes, the... Uh, security motion activated sensor is working right no problem as you scan you look in the neighborhood okay there nothing outside and then you come in uh up. okay what's this on the side here a peekaboo there you go look at the pause. look at the, yeah look at the dog here he's like, looking around what is this thing <laughs> <laughs> look at, right and it tilts the head or well, here comes the head that tilt the nostril moving yeah right <laughs> there you go Like, what in the world's going on am i being taped right now is this candid camera what is this Are you getting closer Looking around, this goes on for about 30 seconds. Yeah. But what in the world is this thing? That is awesome. This has got to be the worst. This is the un- unsuccessful sneak attack. I mean, look at this guy. Look at the puppy coming in. I'm coming for you. Huh? You see, the, the dog's looking right at him. I mean, I can see you. I he's coming in, tippy Tippy toe, right? Like, what are you doing? What do you want? And he comes in. Wow, <laughs> that's right. I didn't see you coming. It's like, no, it's the opposite of the baby <laughs> tiger the other day. It's like, I, I'm looking right at you. Why are you doing, why are you coming with the sneak attack? I'm, I, slow motion, I know what you're doing. Unbelievable. This was uh, on social media yesterday. Zach Bornstein. I don't know, you figure it out. This is psycho. I'm losing my mind here. I'm on the airplane. I just offered the aisle seat to the guy sitting between me and my girlfriend. He said he'd rather stay in the middle seat between us. What a lunatic. Okay, a lot <laughs> of questions here. <laughs>
3: Why do they not book uh-huh. seats next to each other? Right. Although it's more difficult now than ever to actually book seats, you know, and get them together. Was it Southwest, maybe? With that stuff? Nah, I well. Know. I don't know. Maybe, and that was like one of the rows where the guy's in the middle seat. Well, but why would a guy be sitting in the middle seat anyway? I don't know. That's just... Uh...
2: Who says that, though? No, I'm good in, I'm good in the <laughs> middle. I'll stay right here. I'm, I'm fine in the middle seat. Who, who would think that way? Wait, wait, that's That's so bizarre. I saw that. Like this one. Look at the size of this guy, got to work out with the knife and fork. This boar. Oh my God. Look at the, well, how much does he weigh? That's hippo range. I mean, that's how li- big that literally the size is. of the truck. Yeah, you can't fit him on, in the truck. Yeah. He's that big in the pickup what truck.
3: What is that? Got, yeah, you're right. What, what's your guess? If I put it over under 600 pounds, what are you go do you do? Oh, you would, okay.
2: Yeah, you would? Well, I don't know. I mean, God if you told me it was j- seven hundred and thirty, okay. Right, right. Now this guy not on the same level, but a big guy too. This is Walter at Doggy Daycare getting Walter Walter's stuck. Oh no. He was in the playhouse and he can't get and he's dragging the play. He's looking around. He's like, what's going on? I can't get this thing off. Uh come on. <laughs> come on, Walter. Come on, big fella. And he gets it. A- he's begging for help. Come, I know. Somebody help me out. Right, coming down the slide. Oh, finally he's out of it. Poor Walter. That was tough. Bad beats, vicious. Raiders money line. Razors Raiders on teaser. Teasers and Raiders in Survivor. Oh, God. Win some loose represented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly.
3: You know, we forgot about yeah. this in the first segment. Uh, thank you on Twitter for pointing this out. Don't forget, the Rams had a fourth and three with 11 minutes to play in the fourth quarter at their own 32-yard line. They were punting, and the Raiders jumped off sides. Game of first down. Again, 11 minutes left. The Rams went down and scored with 325 to play. That drive took pretty much the entire fourth quarter. And somehow they got the ball back after a three and up by the Raiders and the look the on Max Crosby's face, because he was on punt coverage. He's like looking at the dude like,
2: What did you just do? He wanted to beat the daylights out of the guy who jumped off sides. What was Bolden doing? That should have been that could have been running into the kicker too on the punt. Yeah. They said he was blocked in, but he just went up and he, and he hit him too and knocked him down. So just, to, uh, it, it's just a disgrace. Are it you really...
3: telling me now that you're semi excited about the Rams on Monday night well, next week against
2: the Packers and on Christmas Day? Well, there's a reason to watch though now. I mean, who's tuning in to watch Walford or Perkins? I mean, now he's going to get his first start with the Rams on the Monday night game. And now, uh, yeah, you're going to watch anyways. But now another, another reason to watch Rams against Denver on Christmas. Uh, here's their next two games. Yeah, this is Sean McVay, happy head coach after last
3: night's win, talking about his new quarterback okay uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we'll play this instead McDaniels on I mean how many step backs have they actually taken this year? did they take another step back last night?
4: I don't look at it as a step back. I mean we didn't finish the game that's the reality you know uh, I thought we were ready to play I thought we you know we competed um, you know we got off to a decent start and then we just didn't we didn't capitalize you know and the bottom line is is until we until we figure out how to you know stop losing games with mistakes that we you know, we do ourselves, then it makes it very difficult to win. And so, you know, you can't, you can't really win until you stop from losing. And that's penalties, turnovers, things like that, that that contribute to that.
2: Well, I have a question. This goes back to when Gruden's first stint. Why are they always, why are penalties always a problem no oh, matter the coach?
3: My, our entire lifetime, I think. Yeah. Been, yeah.
2: Penalties have killed this organization yeah. no matter the coach, no matter what, what team it is and what year it is. But another a, a huge issue is Carr. Huge issue. I mean, come on. Look at his numbers last night. No, he's not going the, be... the interception is so bad before halftime. But again, you have... How many more weapons do you need, Carr? But you, every drive goes into Rams territory in the first half. The game should have been over right then and there, and they couldn't put him away. Yep. Again, I'm looking at box scores from last night. At some
3: point... This is late, like, first half, I believe. It's 255 to 100 yards. It's 15 to 5 first downs, and you don't have a comfortable lead. And the entire time... I mean, look at, again, the, the Jacobs carries last night. 27 for 99. How is that efficient as you're watching the game? And you should know the Rams on defense, again, are good. We, we said this yesterday. Over The one strength of the Rams still, today, is that they can slow down the run. And as the game is going on, you don't make adjustments, and you don't realize that Adams is the guy you need to get the ball. And how about Matt? You, call, you called for a Mac Hollins game yesterday. Yeah. I said, I'm not so sure he's boomer bust. bust. Yeah. Well, when they got him the ball last night, he looked damn good. How about you? How about you get him a touch here or there again in the second half?
2: You got beat by a guy who just joined the team. I mean, it was just a surprise about is he even going to suit up and be active, and then they 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 pull Wolford Wolford and put him in there, and then he leads you to the historic comeback and yep. another collapse. It's it's just how about back a travesty to, back to back prime time games in the same week? It's sixteen three,
3: yeah, with <laughs> like late fourth quarter, yeah and both teams with the lead blew it, and they each lost 17-16. Yeah. In the same week. Here's McVay, again, very happy now with his new quarterback after the performance last night.
0: i felt good about his ability to come in and do some of the things that we were asking because I've seen him do it previously, but you never know. I had a feeling that we were going to be, you know, on our silent count, particularly when we were in the shotgun, which is a whole different thing in and of itself because, you know, the Raiders travel well, and there's a lot of fans in this area, but... I think just he plays fast. You know, you could see when he sees things, he can speed it up. He's got great upper body twitch, um, and you could just feel, even on the third down conversion to Ben Skoranek, you know, where he's kind of sitting in the pocket, he quickly exhausts a progression. That's on the backside, and he delivers a strike versus a man coverage right on the body. So I was was really impressed. Um, I don't know if I would say surprised because I've always been a fan of the things that he was capable of, but – to say that I expected this, I mean, certainly exceeded our expectations, but it was a lot of fun watching him go to work tonight.
3: That's right. That was a huge pickup to Skoranek in a big play, and yeah. that was he made that play. By the way, yeah, he went over Hobbs, I believe it was, to come up with that
2: catch for a huge first down uh, for the Rams in that spot. Really but, is astonishing. I mean, you're talking about the the collapses and the horrible losses, and you have to use both hands to, to to count them all, and and what's happened this year. And only if a couple of them go your way, you're a playoff team. That's a great point. I mean, it's sixteen to three last night with three minutes. Twenty-three to seven against Arizona, eight minutes, seventeen point lead. I mean, the, the zero and four when leading at halftime by double digits. The, the Saints debacle. They, I mean, the, we're not even we're not even mentioning the Saturday game. You lose at home, guy comes in, four days, new coach. Okay, there you lost that game.
3: I mean, I, I, you think of a way to lose a game this year in the NFL? Well, do a Zoom meeting with the Raiders. They'll come up with an idea for you. Um, it's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will get into the biggest games on Sunday. Uh, we have Eagles-Giants. We have Vikings-Lions. We have Bills-Jets. And I don't think a lot of people realize this quarterback is 17-8. and ATS with his current coach. Small sample size, but that's still 68%. We will tell you the coach-quarterback combo coming up next.
2: V-SEN. What's new? vsin.com. The College Football Bowl Guide is out. Ready for download right now. Nigel Seeley, World Cup Analysis, and Lou Finicaro on UFC 282. And the Bowl Guide picks every game from Brent Musburger, Steve McEnan, power rankings for every team, Applebaum in this bowl strategy. vsin.com. Slash subscribe and uh, get up there, become a Beeson Pro member. Uh, Rolling here on a Friday. Follow the money. Thug Nasty and the Merchant of Death with you. Uh, Your parody account checking in. People book the aisle and window as a couple with the hopes the middle stays empty for the flight. That's a travel pro tip. Mm, Put that down, Dustin. Top of the hour. I asked him, uh, is it worth it when it backfires like that?
3: Yeah, right. No, I'm guessing well,
2: who, who thinks someone's gonna say, "Nah, nah right. I'm
3: good." And I'm guessing it backfires. What once out of every five thousand flights like that? I mean, there's that that
2: guy is. I'm good and with the aisle. Yeah. Well, just as a human being, is oh, you're together? Sure, yeah. You want right, to right? Of course, yeah. Other. Yeah. <laughs> He's the type of guy that would then fall asleep on one of the, you know, fall asleep on somebody and uh-huh. get off me. here. Yeah. Like Tony at Thanksgiving. All right.
3: Uh, So, the games that we have coming up week 14 on Sunday. Paulie, this is your baby. This is your team. It's the Eagles. They're laying seven, and I'm seeing it juiced now. A buck 15 at a lot of spots, and the total is 44.5 at uh, most books. Maybe there's a 45 out there with the Giants. You were all about this last week,
2: playing Giants home under. The trend has been real. It's been lengthy. Do you want to go in with that again? On Sunday? Yeah, I think the total's too high. I mean, it's been an ATM machine here, a 16-2-1 underrun for the Giants at home. Also, it's the divisional under angle as well, 37-20-1 on the season. Total seems too high to me in a Giant game. Uh, last year was the—remember, they they lost this game, Philly, and they were—Hertz was awful he gave the game away. They lost 13 to 7 and this was the I don't know, they might need a quarterback. He's not the answer. They still made the playoffs and now we're seeing he's right there with Mahomes in the MVP discussion. A lot of points, but again, the Giants power rating uh a lot of people think they're phony and they just played a bad schedule, which could be true and probably is. But uh huge for the Eagles here. At DraftKings are minus $3 to have the most wins in the league and they got to have it. I mean, you have to hold off the Cowboys. Big for the division and big for the one seed as well. Although I think a loss could be coming soon, if not Sunday, but a couple more with the Vikings, and they have the tiebreaker. But uh, they're five and zero on the road. But it's just when you look at the whole card Sunday and the next week, it's, it's tough. I mean, the point spread's about right. I would just look at under. No, no opinion on the side. I yeah. mean, also you have the Giants coming off the, the overtime. They played an extra quarter, and and the Giants, right. the Eagles just put their feet up and relaxed in the second half with the blowout. Yeah. So, but I'm concerned always when a team. And the Eagles have shown this, right? Oh, they look great. Then a stinker. Oh, what's wrong with the Eagles? Then the performance last week. Sure, it's like they would—they just pl- brought their A game and then no problem against Tennessee. So now can they can they do it again and have a blowout win?
3: I'm not uh, personally. I'm not comfortable laying seven. It could touch seven and a half at some point. Points with a team on the road in a divisional game. That's that's a lot of points here. Yeah, that's a big true. number. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. I mean, I have all the numbers in front of me. The EPA stuff, advanced metrics. The, the one area, if you go on season-long numbers, the one area where you might think, well, the Giants can exploit the rush defense for the Eagles. However, the rush defense has gotten better. They did a great job against Derrick Henry. And by the way, uh, Saquon Barkley now has gone under in his last three games for his rushing yards prop. I don't see it on the board yet. But I don't think Barkley does much here mm-hmm. in this game against I the Eagles defense, so it's going to probably yeah. come down
2: to Danny Dimes. Well, that's the whole key, right? I mean, if they can't run the ball, forget
3: about it. Yeah, and because of Barkley staying mm-hmm. under, yeah. Daniel Jones now has gone over, I believe, his attempts and completions in his last three games. Something in the track, on the flip side, you brought up Hertz in the MVP conversation right now. has been all year long, but he's right there with Mahomes now. Well, guess what? Brian Dable was a coach there for a minute at Alabama while Hertz was there, and here's Dable talking about Hertz.
4: He's as competitive and mentally tough uh, as I've ever been around. Uh, he's a great teammate so you know unfortunately we have to play them twice a year. Uh, I'm very happy for the success that he's had. Uh, he's again, he's a special special young man to me and he's he's just a mentally tough guy, Pat like nothing rattles him. He doesn't get rattled so. He got this happened, this happened. He don't worry about all that stuff. He just focuses on what he needs to focus on. The short time I was around him, I haven't been around him for five years or whatever it is, but just as a young young college person, uh, you have a great appreciation for his mental toughness, his competitive stamina, and his leadership.
3: Brings up a good Mm -hmm. point. Uh, Put it this way, I would love to be Jalen Hurts' teammate. If I was an NFL player, I would love to play with that dude. He has been a winner and he has evolved uh pretty much at every single stop where he's been. I mean, he was totally different in, uh, at Oklahoma than what he was at uh Alabama. Yep. And now he's just got he's advanced and gotten way better than he ever was, obviously, at either one of those stops. So. What a
2: turnaround in a span of less than a year. Oh, absolutely. We have to go in a different direction. He's not the answer. And he can win the MVP and they get the one seed. Yep. Uh three dollars, as I mentioned, to lead the league and wins minus four dollars to get the one seed in the NFC now. With the Eagles, how are you feeling right now about your Lions bet?
3: Now this this number moved up to two and a half, but it came back down. I believe it was yesterday with the move back on the Vikings to two, and now there are books out there posting Lions
2: minus one and a half. Feel fine about it, yeah. Feel good. You know Minnesota's phony. We know that nine and zero and one score games, ten and two, and they've been outgained uh, by yards per game. And uh, Detroit's hot. You know the other thing too. This is a very good tweet. Going back about, oh, my God, what are you doing? What a horrible trade. And and Goff is playing the best football of his career. It's been unbelievable here. He's not turning it over. He's lighting it up with the yards. He's finding St. Brown every week. And, th- th- I mean, this is – how does this stay under? Minnesota defense, second worst. Detroit defense, last. Pass against the pass. Minnesota, 31. Uh, uh, 32nd, excuse me. Detroit defense, points per game. Uh, last. So you figure it'd be fireworks here and again to be close. Four in a row between these teams have been decided by four points or fewer. And earlier in the week you mentioned the first game when Detroit blew that game yep. and kicked the field goal uh and didn't go for it and Campbell immediately regretted it after the game. So uh, yeah, I like the Lions and I just you you can't do this every single week. You can't I know it's worked out so far, but you just can't pull one out of the fire. Every single week, and it just, the drop touchdown on fourth down for the Jets, there are issues in the red zone. Minnesota had no business winning that game. So to pay off the tease, the quarterback I was talking about 10 minutes ago is, in fact, Jared
3: Goff. Only 8-17 and 17 straight up with Dan Campbell as the coach here in Detroit. However, where it matters most, 17-8, 68% ATS. A lot of those times, obviously, going to be a big dog. Today, or this week, he's actually favored. Now, I will tell you that uh, I went and looked since week nine when they beat Green Bay, and they were very fortunate. They made a lot of uh, huge plays when it mattered most there against the Packers, and Rodgers was terrible in that game. I moved with the three red zone INTs, whatever it was. Uh, Since week five, yes, on defense, they are dead last in explosive pass percentage allowed. However, points per game on the season, Paulie, dead last. Since week nine, they're actually 11th in points allowed per game. Play success percentage, they're 8th. Their season-long numbers are terrible across the board. But if you go now, smaller sample size and how they've improved since week nine, they're actually like top ten in some key categories. And offensively, since week nine, they're, they're number one or top five in a lot of these key
2: categories. Yeah, yeah. This is a w- long winning streak if it wasn't for the Thanksgiving game against Buffalo. And they went head-to-head with them right there. Yeah. Michael David Smith on Twitter. Goff is a better quarterback than Stafford right now. Younger, healthier, healthier cheaper and the Lions will get a top five pick in next year's draft the Rams winning the Super Bowl was an all-time example of the results working out on a fundamentally bad trade yeah well said I like it guy's been great I like it and St Brown uh has been awesome as well and remember that his numbers suffered when he was out and and certainly the Jamal Williams story I mean how good is that I mean leading the league in rushing touchdowns Sure, and that may be a season long thing why well you don't you don't like my bet I, I don't know I, I
3: kind of do I I'm just, because it's been going back and forth yeah right. a little bit here yeah um more points in that game or the Sunday night game Dolphins Chargers actually has a higher total by a point now it's 52 and a half
2: I think I think we could see fireworks yeah. in both of them yeah I guess I could see teams settling for field goals in the Minnesota game but uh uh yeah I should see a ton of points in both games I mean yeah I just either defense here on Sunday night the Dolphins or the Chargers are they going to yeah. slow
3: down Tua? I mean, two is better at home. The numbers absolutely don't lie. He's way better at home, but against his Chargers defense, they're I mean, it's they can do whatever they want in any offseason. I mean, they have for the last fifteen years, yeah. and it doesn't matter.
2: Well, Herbert has to do a better job, and, and he, the interceptions have been a problem. But the other thing is, he, these guys can't stay healthy. I mean, he doesn't know week week in week out who he's throwing to, mm-hmm. you know. And that suddenly yeah. uh, they look like they're a, they're they're a dog, and they're going to miss the playoffs now. So season on the line here. Next two home games. They get Tennessee at home next week as well. But I want to see how Miami responds and Tua responds after it didn't go well in San Francisco in this tough stretch, back-to-back-to-back road games and back-to-back on the West Coast.
3: Yep. You know, we don't get them all right, obviously. Uh, not even close to all of them right. But there is a reason why we do the look-ahead lines every single week and point out some numbers that might move and trying to read the market. Last week, when we did early lines, the Dolphins-Chargers game was a pick 'em. We said that can't be. Not the case. Dolphins are a better football team. Other lane three, three yep. and a half. Yeah, and it pay, it pays to bet early a lot of times. And it, when you you when you know that the market is in fact
2: going to be on the move. Cousins' career at Ford Field: 13 touchdowns, no interceptions. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's follow the money here on Veasan,
3: the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll share season-long data and trends on the first player to score a touchdown pop uh, prop, team tendencies, fast and slow starters, which players they look to get the ball to. All next.
5: Yeah, I, yeah. Because you gotta think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on Love top of it, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella. Point game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock,
1: he's, he's going to withdraws about winning. Remember you know? what I told you? I said, I said, O. G. You think I can get paid and go back and play in college? he didn't need it. Ain't <laughs> it. <laughs>
5: Check out Point
2: Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on V Back at it today, doubleheader with the World Cup. BetRivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds and boosts, soccer, football, hockey, or basketball. They have you covered. Tuesday, hockey first goal insurance. Sunday, football parlay insurance. Bet Rivers calling all soccer fans. Get up there now and check out the World Cup daily bet and get. It's a whole new game and over 800 different ways to bet the matches at Bet Rivers.
3: Good job by uh, Stephanie, producer here at VSIN. And I just tweeted the story out that she did this week at Mitch Moss Radio if you want to take a peek. She looked at uh, every single team and uh, the first touchdown scored in their games this year and tendencies for players that they like to go to when they're near the goal line. Love it. Uh, And so I I love betting the first touchdown prop. I'm not going to lie. I know at some books the whole percentages are going to be horrible and you don't want to bet there, but that's – I mean, like, for example, here in Las Vegas anyway, Circa offers really good numbers. Westgate offers really good numbers. Some other books do as well. Some books you're not going to even look at them because you know they're going to be terrible – but across the country, if you pay attention to, you can find some good spots. And to me, like you if you do research on this and look into it, you can find what teams really like to do once they get close to the goal line. If it's not going to be like a 60 yard touchdown pass for the first TD of the game, I'll go back to the Patriots Rams Super Bowl from a few years ago. And I do this for every playoff game, usually, and certainly every Super Bowl. But that year, I looked at every single game for the Patriots, and I only took that single season, right? Because they're going to have different players, um, there's going to be changeover, that that sort of a deal. But that particular season, when you looked at every game for the Patriots leading into the Super Bowl, they had a lot of rushing touchdowns first. And, oh, by the way, three of them went to their fullback. His name was uh, James Devlin, Right. And so they would get close to the goal line, and when that would happen, he would be a look, and he scored three times the first touchdown. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And I looked at the Rams and how many times they allowed touchdowns right away to running backs, and it happened to be like a a pretty decent percentage. So I was betting Devlin in that Super Bowl to score the first touchdown based on the tendencies for the Patriots and the Rams that season. Well, guess what happened in the Super Bowl? Not a lot of points were scored. But eventually the Patriots got all the way down to the one-yard line and, and Devlin was in at fullback and I'm live and I'm pumping my fists and this would have been a huge score they gave it to Sony Michelle and he scored instead but I was live and so you're not gonna win all these they're they're tough to hit quite frankly uh I've lost every bet that I've made this week on primetime games but I've hit a 50 to one recently I hit like a 75 to one earlier this year um you you can find spots to uh hit some hit some bombers and it, it's fun I mean you know again I'm not gonna be Putting tons of cash down in these props, but it's fun to be invested. And uh, with her research, she found, Paulie, that the best team at scoring the first touchdown this year, the Cleveland Browns. Now, how can that be? That, that's incredible. Every game but two. I think it speaks to Safansky's overall scripted plays. Yeah, yeah. right. At blowing leads and right. And also speaks to both. It, that and it it tells you how well Jacoby Brissett played.
2: Yeah early on in these games. Vikings, not a surprise. We've known that uh, much of the year. How good. And then they just, seems, and they shut it down for a a couple quarters. That's right. After the great drive. The Ravens and the Vikings each Mm -hmm. have scored the first
3: touchdown in nine of their 12 games. Yep. Cowboys, Lions, there you go. Eagles, makes some sense. 49ers and Titans have scored the first uh, touchdown in eight of their 12 games. The Packers used to be really, really good at this. And, you know, you're not, again, it's not going to be Betting a 50-to-1 shot or a 30-to-1 shot, they're not going to come through every week. Like, Jacobs was plus 450 last night, but sometimes that makes sense. I was on Adams last night, and they took him out near the goal line. When Adams was with with Green Bay, he was worth betting at 5 or 6-to-1 because they would go to him all the time inside the Mm 5-yard line. Yes. Uh, The worst teams at scoring a first touchdown, the Colts only three times this year scored the first touchdown in their 13 games. Terrible job. Mm Mm-hmm. The Raiders were only 3 out of 12. They did it last night on the opening drive. Cardinals with their slow starts. That was a big storyline for a lot of the year. The Texans, they're terrible. The Packers this year. Bad job from them out of the gates. The
2: Bears and the Saints, the worst teams. Houston, 17 points or fewer, six games in a row. (laughs) It's a disaster offensively. And what are they going to do this week? Yeah, right.
3: So the best players at scoring the team's first touchdown. Jamal Williams, why not, right? Leads the league in rushing touchdowns. And the Lions have scored the team's first touchdown six times. He scored the game's, or the game's first touchdown five times. Nick Chubb is on the list. Justin Jefferson, Kelsey Elliott, Fields, Devontae Adams, and the list goes down from there. But it takes a lot of time. And uh, great job by Stephanie putting that together. Well done. Yes, that is awesome. Good job. Yep. Like, for example, and again, you're not going to hit all these. The one that I hit was 50-1. to It was the Eagles-Packers game recently. And the thought was, again, Packers, slow starters. They can't stop the run. The Eagles had a chance to gash them. So I didn't take Hurts. I didn't take Sanders in that game because the Eagles – One of their tendencies is this, they drive down the field, they use a lot of Miles Sanders between the 20s, and then what happens near the goal line? They like, for some reason, to take him out and put in Gainwell. So I bet Gainwell, based on that theory and game flow at 50-1, to and that one happened to Cash. But that wasn't just like pure luck, that was watching the Eagles play all year long, looking at the box scores and knowing how the Packers also play, and that one happened to Cash. So I'll gladly take that ticket, you know?
2: So... Fun angles there all the time. Yes, a lot of surprising information too. Very good. Yep. Yep. Um, Adam Chernoff is coming up in about forty minutes. He's coming in hot too. Yeah, he's ready to be go. A lot of heavy. plays, a lot of props, and wants to go off on a couple games. Especially uh, there'll be a good back and forth on the Minnesota Detroit game, yep. which everyone's talking about. I mean, the the team that's ten and two and dogs against Detroit, and this you know, they're really not that good. And then this Paul Charchian, oh boy, listen, we can't agree on anything. We we agree Paul Charchian was out of line. Everyone everyone agrees with the Christmas vacation rant oh, before we got off by the him. air. Oh, I couldn't believe it! No one had his back. He did it at the buzzer too, Rightfully so we didn't so. have time to really. Yes, off he on him. did. He got it at the end. Yeah. But as as Paul said yesterday, this thing with Minnesota. How about this? If you if you flip the the one score games, Minnesota would be one and eleven. It's right. If all these games then went against them, and then the best team in the league would only be eight and four. It's incredible. Just about yes, you got to be good, and yes, it's coaching and quarterback play, but also the luck factor. I mean, this person who tweeted this out, the, the what-if NFL standings here, this is so good. What if every one possession game had the opposite result? The top six seeds in the AFC all would be 8-4, and four, and the Vikings would be 1-11 and eliminated. <laughs> it may seem crazy, but we might just be a few bounces of the ball away from this reality, and look at the what-if standings. I mean, Vikings real- would be picking first in the draft. Yeah, yeah, right. Look where the Giants would be, too. I mean, the, the Giants would have the second worst record, yeah. and the Browns would be eight and four with the Raiders and Jacksonville. Yeah. No, no surprise the Raiders are there at eight and four. Yeah,
3: right. None whatsoever. Bengals would be out of the playoffs. Falcons would be seven and six. Mm. Eagles would be out of the playoffs. How about that? Wow. Huh. He's Ad, Adams. Yeah. Also going to be um, strong on the Bills Jets game. And I will tell you that uh, this is a difference here, right? Because in reality right now, that game has a point spread of, I think it's 10 everywhere. Ten. It's, yep, uh, yes. yep, 10 I everywhere. Think, I think Adam may have moved it, yes. In uh, contests out here, it's nine and a half. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge difference there, right? Like, if you like the Bills this week. Another tough game. I think They have to absolutely be yeah. on your card for the contest. But Lane 10's different story. And, like, if you like the Jets... Well, maybe in real life you like him plus 10. Do you play him plus 9.5 in the contest? I'd probably say no.
2: Yeah. And I think it's here. They put a 3.5 up on the Sunday night game, which was surprising. One touchdown and six red zone trips last week for the Jets. 26th in red zone efficiency. Yeah, don't remind me. Kick and field goals will not get it done Sunday. And Mike White, first Jet quarterback to throw for three fifty without a touchdown pass, which also happened last week. So it's gonna the, re- be, well- the revenge angle and still the Bills win out. They're the one seed. A lot on the line here as they host the Jets and uh, Dolphins back-to-back. Yeah. Von Miller's out for the year. Yep. But they got White back, and they also got Poyer back on top of that. Yeah. So the secondary is going
3: to be one. humming, but you take sure. away one of the best pass rushers in football.
2: And the field goal's no good again. Uh, number one, it's the Bills, but number two, they're averaging 33 a game at home. Yep.
3: Time now for the Pro Tip of the Hour, available for subscribers only at vcin.com. And uh, when we do them across the network every single day, that means you're going to get 20 of them at least. And you can sort them by sport and by show. Yeah. Reminder to constantly update your power ratings. And again, I'll point out cross-reference other power ratings as well because things change throughout the entire season. Um, for example, Detroit, 4-1 and one straight up, 5-0 and 0 ATS run right now. And their numbers defensively, again, since week nine, much better than they are full season. And I know some people like to bet on, you know, much, m- you know, they base their handicapping on, you know, recent form in like three or four weeks compared to the full season stuff, and that's I think a
2: wise tip there. Sure, golf's been great too. Yep. I mean, if he doesn't turn it over, then they are a dangerous team. He hasn't turned it over four in a row. All right, let's get some uh, World Cup bets today.
3: The great Nigel Seeley, live in Qatar, is gonna join the program coming up next. Is this miraculous Morocco run going to continue?